Hello guys, today we're back for another episode. I'm here with Eileen Flores and I am Trey Jones and this has been there. Done that. So today's episode, we'll be talking about how to plan a date in San Francisco on a budget of $100. That's right, because I know some of you guys, I don't know about you, but sometimes I want to go somewhere and I'm kind of broke. Financial aid is completely gone. And my next check isn't hidden for like another two weeks, but I'm trying to impress, you know? No, totally. Um, I had to go through my own financial situation. So $100 sounds like the perfect budget, especially for San Francisco. Oh, of course. Especially like if you're trying to really impress and like show them around, you know? Exactly. So let's just get into it. Uh, Place number one, where are we going, Ali? So for the first place that we have listed here, it's called the Botanical Gardens. So this is like 55 acres um, of like greenhouses. Uh, there's about 50,000 plants from around the world. Oh, it sounds like a good place to flick up and take pictures. Oh, perfect. And if you're into like picnics and stuff and like that, you could always go ahead and like bring your own picnic basket and like save even more money, first of all, and just do a little cute picnic there. Not only that, it's a good place to go year round. I would highly recommend that you get a map before you go in just because it's so big and it's easy to get lost. That sounds amazing. So what are we talking about as far as the price range? So for the prices, um, adults, it says from October, um, from February to October, it's $13. For November to January, it's $10. And this is just for regular adults. Sen- uh, seniors, children, and kids under the age of four are different pricing listings, and you could check out their website for that. The gardens open at 7 a.m. every day. Um, but the closing hours kind of depend on what season we're in. So... If it's the second Sunday in March through September, uh, the last entry that they let people in is going to be 6 p.m. Um, if it's October through November, it's the last entry is 5. Uh, first Sunday in November through January is uh, at 4. February through uh, the second Sunday in March is at 5. So regardless, they open at 730. It's just you want to check to see what months they're in for what time they close. So say you guys are hungry and... I have a place for you guys to stop at, which is Hinodea Ramen Bar, which is located in Chinatown, 219 O'Farrell Street, San Francisco. This place is open Monday through Sunday, 7 a.m. to 2 a.m., so late night spot as well. Hell yeah. Prices, uh, $47 in total or $40 without an app. So that's like if you and your uh, date are going to eat here, so I kind of just totaled the number together what based off of what you get because... One of you is going to pay, I'm assuming, unless you guys are splitting, which is like, I don't know. How do you feel about that? Do you feel like one person should pay or do you think it should be like a split bill? I guess it depends. In my opinion, uh, what one person should just pay, preferably the, the male. But if you guys are planning to dine and dash, then that's up to you. Oh, that's um, always free, of course. Yeah, that's always free. We, we love we that highly, discount. Yeah, we don't want to see anybody getting arrested, though. You know? <laughs> yeah. We're just suggesting. Do it at your discretion. <laughs> exactly. Let's see. As far as the app, you could get gyoza, which is five pieces for $7. Crispy dumplings with pork and chicken served with uh, dashy base soy sauce. There's also a vegan option if you want gyoza. This will put you over budget, though. Um, for main courses... Spicy miso soup, which is $18. Spicy dashi broth, savory miso, chicken stock, and pork oil. A special blend of chili bean sauce and chili oil. Also, wheat noodles, chashu pork, uh, menma, 
nori seaweed, green onion, sesame seeds, and chili strings. But after working up that appetite, what better way to lose some of those calories at a place called Church of Eight Wheels? You got to go into that one. What is that about? So Church of Eight Wheels, it's this crazy place that they actually used to be a church, and they turned it into a roller skating rink. Oh, you got to go into that one. A (laughs) roller skating church. Yeah, so um, the only thing about this place is that they're only open four days a week. So... Basically, um, it was a church that was remodeled into a roller skater rink, not an ice skating rink. So don't bring your ice skates. This is a roller rink. Um, So it's only open Tuesdays, Fridays, Saturdays and Sundays. So their hours are a little wonky, but I mean, it's kind of worth it. So Tuesdays, it's 4 to 10 p.m. Fridays, it's 5 to 11. Saturdays is 2.30 to 11 p.m. And then Sundays, it's 6 to 10 p.m. So um, the initial entry for you and your day is going to be like 15 bucks. And then if you don't already have your roller skates, which I'm assuming you don't, but if you do, go off. Uh, it's going to be $5. So on Tuesdays and Sundays uh, after 7 p.m., it's 18 plus. So there's not going to be any kids out there. You don't have to worry about pushing them out of the way, tripping them, you know, all that stuff. And on Fridays and Saturdays, 18 plus is uh, 8 p.m. and after. And yeah, for those who want to go on the, the Sundays or the Tuesdays, Man, I would just go and you get your skate on, man. It's only a six-hour window on Tuesday and a four-hour window on Sunday. So get in there and have some fun, for real. It's your moment to make a move and try to hold their hand. I'm telling you right now. The next place we'll get into, Fisherman's Wharf, uh, which has a restaurant which is highly known for their clam chowder, um, Fog Harbor. Um, This place, best clam chowder ever. $14, $14, very affordable, um, one to two people, you know, go there, get a good meal. And while you're also there, you could look at the amazing Fisherman's Wharf, uh, which is free, um, where you could watch seals. They have many gift shops and an aquatic park with a small beach and um, must-see Manakee, which is a small museum with old-fashioned pinball games and if you know about those pinball games, man, those are extremely addicting. No, for real. And, like, they're the really old-school antique ones. So it's, like, the, just like how you would see movies from, like, the 50s. They're literally the ones where you put in, like, I, sh- I kid you not. It's, like, 10 cents to play. It's crazy. It, they're, like, super old, and I'm surprised they let us touch them. But, yeah, I know you can totally go there and play. So even though it's technically free, you know, you're going to spend a little bit of coinage, if you know what I'm saying. But uh, Fisherman Wharf also has Pier 39 which everybody goes to. It's a great way to look out at Alcatraz. So definitely check out Fisherman's Wharf. Exactly. And if 10 cents is it affordable, then we don't know what else to recommend for you. So even after all of that, if you somehow manage to save a little bit of change, maybe your date decided to cough up a little bit of money, I don't know, uh, then you definitely have to go for a dessert to top off the night. So the most famous place that's literally right by Fisherman's Wharf will, will save you money because now you don't have to Uber or take a taxi there. It's called Gir- Ghirardelli Square. In Ghirardelli Square, uh, there's a place called Ghirardelli Chocolate Experience. Um, so they have a bunch of desserts there. Have you ever had Ghirardelli chocolate? Um, no, I have not. So it's like those little squares that have like the weird like fillings and stuff like that. I don't know. They come in those little metallic bags. Nah, I've never seen those before. That sounds tasty, though. No, yeah, they're pretty good. But anyway, back to the square. So basically, um, if you don't mind sharing, it's pretty good amount of food. Honestly, you could split it between you and your date. 
Um, so option one is called Land's End. It's a salted caramel brownie sundae. Bro, that sounds so good right I now. I know. And it's so when they serve it to you, the brownie is like nice and hot and like moist. Uh, it's only sixteen fifty. So basically what comes on the brownie, it's the full-size brownie. It's chocolate sauce, sea salt, vanilla ice cream, and a handmade hot fudge with whipped cream, caramel sauce, and then chocolate sauce and a cherry. Yeah, that sounds so good. No, it's super good. It's literally the size of like a whole plate. Like that's how big it is. It's not like a little cup or anything like that. It's like a huge plate. Uh, The second option is their cookie crumble. And they're really known for their cookies because the chocolate chips that they use in them are Ghirardelli chocolates. Mm -hmm. Uh, So this one is a hot fudge sundae. It's $15.95. It comes with vanilla, cookies and cream ice cream, handmade hot fudge, whipped cream, chocolate chip cookie crumbles, and two milk chocolate caramel minis. Yeah, that sounds very good. And for the price range that we're looking at, uh, I would hope w- uh, these are w- worth, you know, two people eating at the same time. And they both sound so delicious. Like, I want to go right now. Yeah, like, me too. I want to go right now. Yeah, and I feel like, I don't know, if you do end up going to get dessert, it's like perfect because once you come down from Ghirardelli Square, um, there's that little aqua park that you were talking about so it's literally like you know you get your little sunday and then you take your little shorty or baddie or mans or whoever you have with you um you take them down to this little beach and you guys can you know chill and hang out get to know each other better hopefully if not you can uh push them into the ocean and run away i don't know it kind of depends on what you're feeling (laughs) no definitely it sounds like a good nightcap um dessert's always a good way to end the day i mean i think i think anybody can agree with that Totally. It's definitely a sweet way to end the night. Ah, you see what I did there? (laughs) (laughs) No, definitely. So back to this debate about who pays for the date. I don't know how you feel, but I feel like I feel like if I come up to a person, I feel like if I ask a guy on the date, I'm paying for the date because I asked you on the date. I've never heard that perspective. I don't know. I feel like it's it's the same thing. That's why it's like when a guy if a guy were to ask me on a date, I'm expecting you're going to pay because why would you ask me on something that you're not going to pay for? That makes sense. Yeah. It's like it's the same thing when like you like invite your friends somewhere. It's like you invite them like if you're inviting them and you're the one who's like coercing them into like coming. Like let's say like, oh, I can't. I'm broke. It's like the same thing. It's like if you keep pushing them to come, I'm assuming you're going to pay for them. Like, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Now, that makes sense. Usually I just assumed uh, guys usually do ask for the dates. So that's why I just assume you'd be the one paying it unless it's something where you mutually agree to split. Especially oh yeah the first date yeah i mean i feel like if you both are kind of like oh like you know i don't mind paying on my share that's different versus like mm-hmm. but don't assume the other person's gonna pay because i feel like that's fucked up you know yeah it's just, it's just gonna be an awkward uh situation at the table when the yeah comes. that's what i'm saying like you know i feel like if you invite you're inviting like all the way like if i were to invite you to a date or i ask you out on a date i'm paying for everything if you decide that you want to help me pay for something i'm not gonna stop you however but you know I went fully into this date knowing that I'm paying for it. Right. And that's why when we put these uh, list of places together, you know, they're all suggestions. We're not saying to do all of these in one day. That would be just. That's insane. You know, yeah. If you want to do that, that's an amazing first date. But your wallet is going to be feeling that. So we recommend you just choose one, maybe two of these places and have yourself a great time. All right. Uh, well, we're going to go ahead and end this podcast on that note. And I hope you guys have a good one. Uh, this is Eileen Flores. And this is Trey Jones. And this has been there. Done that. All right, have a good one, guys.